on 98FM and online. This is Phoenix FM. Saturday comes again We'll be trying to do our best To cheer all those on who wear the best Whatever challenge, whatever test We'll lay an Orion from E10 Lay an Orion from E10 Well, good evening everybody, how are you? Hope you've had a good day and if you're an Orient fan, I hope you're recovering from the trauma of last night's defeat to Newport County. I'm joined in the studio here by uh, Darren Burrows and by Howard Gould. Good evening, Darren. Good evening, Andy. How's things, mate? I'm not great, Andy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see the, the knives are sharpening over there. It's, 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 it's got the blades moving. Uh, you're not in a good mood, are you? No, I'm not, Andy. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, look, I, I think being an Orient fan, we can all stomach losing because it goes with the turf. Mm. Um, I think we've had a build-up of expectation and we're not delivering it on the pitch, unfortunately. Right. Howard, yeah. how are you, sir? Hi, mate. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> Everybody's smiling, but <laughs> it's a sort of grimace more than a smile, isn't it? I, I think, like uh, like Darren just said, it's uh, being an Orient fan, it's... It, it, you live in hope, don't you? And you're always knocked back. And you say, it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then you think, OK, another new start. Let's give it another go. And like we say, you've got uh, Kenny Jackett coming. Great. He's bringing some players in. Yeah, the club looks better set. Mm. You know, the, the background of the club looks really set set now. And uh, got some decent quality in. And... We're, nothing changes. Okay, right. Well, we've <laughs> yeah. got Glenn uh, Wilkie will be ringing in, in in a little while. And now, if you go on the uh, Phoenix FM website webpage, if you're listening online or you want to listen online instead of on the FM, uh, there's a little thing there for Mixcloud. And if you click that button, you'll be able to watch the uh, program. You've got Darren and uh, Howard on screen at the moment. Uh, I don't know if that's good or a bad thing, but you can watch it if you wish on the uh, Mixcloud. Now, what we could do first of all. We're going to just listen post-match. Dave Victor spoke to Kenny Jackett. Uh, let's just listen to what Kenny had to say at the end of that. Well, Kenny, a very disappointing night. Thank you for joining us. What did you make of it? There was n- nothing in the game. I mean, we've made a mistake, you know, in a, in a clearance and, and given a corner away. But then we were sort of still living in that next moment with, you know, with uh, um, two, two, three sort of strikes in, in our box from a corner that's... Uh, ended up deciding the game and you know we work hard on that and we're, we're very good in, in those moments but you know from the initial disappointment of giving the corner away you know we were still in that moment and uh, they've got the decisive goal there wasn't anything in the game but again it is up to us as a home side to get the initiative going and, and while you know I, we, I thought that we 
we passed the ball quite well tonight. You know, we moved the ball. We, we moved the ball better. We had more pattern, but we we couldn't get anybody on the ball that could go one v one. We couldn't get away from people. We couldn't get ourselves into pockets and areas where we were in behind people, uh, either by dribbling or a combination of passes. We just sort of lacked power going forward, and and it made it quite a sterile game. And, and from our point of view, you know, we're trying really hard to maybe lift the crowd, bring them into it as the home side. And we did to a degree in the, in, in the second half as we went to, towards our own fans. But, but, but not enough, you know. We, we, we didn't get the game going. We didn't get into the 1v1 situations that we normally do. We didn't get into the spaces. Uh, Paul Smith aside, maybe had one good run and a shot in the second half where he was a little bit unlucky. Every other time, you know, there's a, there's, there's a lot of times now he's getting pulled down in, in, in our league as he makes the turns and then goes and it's stops the flow of our game all of the time and, and you know, pr- referees have to protect him a little bit more as, as he does that because, he, you know, he's a really good turning ability and those 1v1 situations then uh, uh, can go from there but, but ultimately it's, it's a frustrating night and um, where we've been in a lot of the games quite free-flowing and had a lot of chances, while there's not a lot of chances down the other end and we've got reasonable control of the game and passed it well you know we're, we're not testing their keeper enough we're not getting a, enough good balls in the box we're not being able to get into wide areas and good crosses uh, like we have earlier in the season when we've been at our best you made changes Darren Prattley missing this one is that because of an injury? no just he was not selected tonight I do think in terms of you know the midfield combinations you know we've signed obviously two new lads I, I thought for Jordan Brown it was a good league debut and, and I thought he played well. And um, but but no, wanted different combinations in midfield. You know, been slightly slightly different uh, um, um, uh, set of players, if you like. And um, did did want to uh, uh, change both personnel and, and numbers in there. You made a couple of signings in midfield, but I understand that uh, Ethan wasn't available tonight. He wasn't. No, his registration. I mean, we did sign him on Sunday, but his registration didn't get through by, uh, um, by close of play Monday. So it's an unfortunate situation for us. And the first start for Otis Khan. Yeah, it was. And, and, you know, as I said, Jordan Brown and, and Otis has, you know, I do think we get him into the good wide areas. He has good delivery. He's, he's, he's lively. He's a um, good League Two player. I was, I, I was pleased with him. It's, it's been a disappointing start to his career because, you know, both on Saturday and tonight, we've only got one point out of six. And that's, that's, that's a disappointing one. Uh, but for him, he's shown some promise. Uh, but we have to, as a group, you know, turn that promise into results. Did you have enough sort of pace on the flanks to, uh, to, tonight? Yeah, maybe not. Um, that, that, that is true. You know, the one v one situations weren't quite there, and, and that made us frustrating. Where we did work it out, and it's been a strength of ours. As you say, we couldn't either um, uh, go one v one and go past people, or combine the passes to get in, in behind them. Uh, and, and you know, for the for, for, for the amount of runs that you know both Kipriano and Kemp make into those channels, it was a it was a difficult situation for us. I thought to uh, be able to work the the ball down the sides and, and then ultimately then couldn't get in behind them. The Archibald of course would provide that sort of pace. Is he going to be available for Saturday in Mansfield? Yeah we're hoping you know he's, he'll be he's training and been training this week a little bit too soon for him today but we'll, we'll see where he is by the um, uh, 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 by the weekend and, and we're hopeful that he'll be fit. 
Just how difficult is this result and these two results, I suppose, uh, in terms of pushing for the playoffs? Yeah, well, you're looking at the halfway point of the season, sort of just, just come and gone now after, you know, a long break and, and, and you know, in, in enforced one as well. And, and you can see the, the, the gap, you know, the, as, as the games then run down and, and the gap between ourselves and the top seven, which hasn't been there, you know, hasn't been there for the majority of the time. So, you know, the, 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 the two home games on Saturday and Tuesday to get one point out of six is a really disappointing one because when you don't play for a while you want to get that momentum going we haven't generated that momentum in the last two games and then you're assessing the situation in terms of looking at the table and, and, and seeing the gap there, there are a lot of uh, uh, points to play for but you know, we have to be honest and say we, we do need to you know, produce better than we have done in the last two games been a while since uh, the last league victory back in uh, sort of early December, wasn't it? What's confidence like now, Kenny? Yeah, confidence comes and goes, but you have to earn that. You know, confidence is is hard earned and, and easily slips away. And um, while there's there's nothing in the games, and we can't say that. You know, we've given up lots of chances. We haven't given up lots of goals. We've given up one vital one. Uh, um, getting our, our, you know, really our, our, our teeth into it and getting some momentum going of our season. We're still waiting to do that, and, and that's a that's a frustration as as we just tick into the second half of the season now. So you've just had two home games. Next two on the road and against uh, teams that hit a bit of form: Mansfield and then Bradford City. Yeah, they have, and they're difficult games, obviously. But you know, they're they're, they're all difficult, and and you know, New, Newport have had a, a very good season so far and you know so you know but we've we've shown earlier in the season we get our game right we can we can do very well and uh, beat anybody um, and we have done you know we put good performances in against top sides so it doesn't necessarily matter in terms of you know who we play or what we do we have to get ourselves uh, sorted out I have to be honest and say we're looking for better we're looking to be better and and you know while we're not necessarily getting uh, um, sides you know taking us apart it's it's, it's a it's a um a, a performance level that needs to be upped really if we're going to get consistent results you changed personnel at the break and was it switching to a diamond as well we just wanted to try to get paul smith on and maybe get his pace and in the second half tried him just in a little bit of a free roll in and around harry smith and then changed you know changed formation and put rule satorio on and put paul in behind he's his um you know, a player that you have to try to get on the ball if possible. And while we're managing managing him, and it's you know been a, a, a tough few days for him in terms of just coming back. You know, the, the signs are, are, are good in terms of his performances, and, and we want to be then, you know, working him towards flat out 90 minute performances and, and him producing his best. But us, us getting him a service where he can provide for us as well. There's been four arrivals. Could there be more? We'll see. Um, you know, it's there's only. You know, within a matter of days now, um, we want to get people back fit, definitely. And as you say, key people in terms of our system and what we do. But also, we'll see. Be a, be a hard market in the next few days for us, we do think. Callum Marley? Yeah, he's there or thereabouts. Um, he's training hard and, and had a long time out. But yeah, fit and back in full training now, which is good. Thanks, Kenny. Good My luck pleasure. for the Saturday. Thank you. <laughs> right, well, that was uh, Dave Victor talking to uh, Kenny after the match. And just before we bring in uh, Glenn Wilkie, who we know is uh, waiting on the line, let's hear this week's Victor's view, shall we? It's now five without a win, four without a goal, one point from a possible 12. That dazzling performance, the emphatic victory over Swindon Town, feels like a long time ago. 
It was. On Saturday, after a six-week break from league action, the faithful finally returned to Brisbane Road, full of hope and expectation. We had two games coming up against good footballing sides, just what the O's needed to close the gap that had emerged as a result of that enforced inactivity. The impact of a break due to COVID postponements appeared to have previously been felt by Saturday's visitors, Port Vale, who had after a shorter break, struggled to get back to the level of intensity required to compete at this level. Under the circumstances, our weekend result was probably not a surprise. Another draw, Owens 11th of the campaign. An all-too-familiar story. Jacket side demonstrated, difficult to beat, hard to win. The first chance to see our two of our new signings, Dan Moss and Otis Khan, impressed as they shared the right-back role. But overall, Laidnoit lacked the edge and creativity, especially in midfield. Another home match without a shot on target, resulting in yet more frustration expressed by some Orient supporters on social media. So on to Tuesday in the visit of Newport, a side that missed out on the promotion playoffs last season and determined to secure an automatic place this time round. And County took a huge step towards achieving that target, snatching victory with a late goal that exposed Orient's lack of focus and composure when it mattered most. A careless miscue presented a gift of a corner. The O's couldn't stop the touch at the near post or pick up Cameron Norman as he came in at the far. This is without doubt the most testing period since Kenny joined us at the Brea Group Stadium. Nothing's going right. Against both Port Vale and Newport, we had shouts for a penalty that were refused. Serious injuries to James and Clay denied the O's manager two of his most effective players this season. A problem with registration prevented Ethan Coleman from making his debut on Tuesday night, but credit to Jacket, he never looks for excuses. At least Theo Archibald should be back for Saturday's trip to Man's Field. Nigel's Clough side have really hit form of late. The next three weeks is going to be a test of its resolve, character, passion and skill. Still plenty of points to play for. We remain difficult to beat, but now is the time to demonstrate that we have what it takes to win. I believe we can recapture the flair demonstrated on that glorious night back in early December last year. I'm looking forward to seeing the impact that a combination of Archibald and Paul Smith can achieve. If we combine our front two with the service, we know that they can score. The O's now travel to Bradford City on Tuesday. We've got two massive matches. We need two huge performances to get back into contention. Thanks, Dave, and uh, good evening, uh, hopefully, to uh, Glenn Wilkie. How are you, Glenn? Yeah, good, Andy. Thanks for having me on. Hello, mate. Well, you did well last night. <laughs> you, brave. You, you were out there in just a jacket, aren't you? A very brave man. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit cold. Well, that... Just a jacket. It wasn't. I had jeans on and a shirt and a jumper. Oh, well. yeah. Well, <laughs> go on, Howard. And a scarf. And a scarf, by the way. And a, and a lovely scarf knitted for me by my ten-year-old daughter on Saturday, because she she knew I was going to be standing out in the cold. Uh, that's proper night. dad thing. That was a proper dad thing. You did well to wear that. that, that was, yeah. Well done. Glad well to done. mention that because we there was talk of that it could have been that fox from Saturday, but so you cleared that up and uh, well done to your daughter. Yeah. Nice one. Now, it was a frustrating evening, Glenn, and um, at half-time, um, how did you think things were going? At half-time, we, obviously, on, on the stream, we, we spoke about it. It was, it was pretty lacklustre first half from an O's point of view. There was, there was glimpses of... You could, you could see what they'd been working on in the first 10, 15 minutes with... Hector and, and Dan Kemp playing more advanced with Jordan Brown just sitting in front of the back three. 
And uh, every time the, the defenders at the back got the ball, it was sort of Hector or Kemp doing a, like, a diagonal running to the channel, which I haven't seen before. I was like, well, maybe I see it Hector away. I think we scored a goal when he, when he did that up. Uh, um, well, he set up a goal uh, in an away game earlier in the season. And it, it was obviously something they have been working on, and they were doing that. But I think Hector made about four of those 60, 70-yard diagonal runs, and he was knackered. He was absolutely knackered, and he, and he couldn't get his breath. And he didn't get the ball. He was making them runs, and it was so frustrating because the ball didn't get out out there to him. Um, and then that that seemed to be a bit of our game plan. That's how we were going to break them down and get down the side of them and get crosses in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it didn't work, and you could see you could see the frustration of the the forward players with. Drynan and, and Smith, you know, because they wasn't getting the ball and, and the service wasn't coming into them. And, and I said last night, we need to play to our strengths. We've got a big six foot six centre forward and a, a smaller guy who's very capable of getting the knockdowns and doing a, something a bit special. Who, who can, who's scored a good amount of goals this season, but we just didn't. It, it didn't click in the first half. It wasn't we run out of ideas. It just our passing was sort of not good enough. We gave the ball away in areas. It just it wasn't good enough. But we were we were steady. Newport had a couple of chances. Uh, Lawrence in goal pulled off a good save, and I know they they hit the post, but the guy was offside. But they, they wasn't a bad side. I wouldn't say they said they held a lot. I didn't think that was a great side, but they they came to sort of do a job. Um, I think they would have probably been happy with a draw. Um, yes, they got the win in the end, but. We wasn't at our best in the first half, but we had two players making their first full debuts for us. Uh, Jordan Brown, like I mentioned, sat in front of the back three, and it was his first ever league appearance. So you've got a guy who's never played league football before making his his debut, a young lad. And I thought he was nice and tidy, he didn't do anything silly, just got the ball and passed it. He was like a two-touch player, controlled the ball, passed it on. Um Khan, on the other hand, he looked dangerous when he got the ball. But the problem for him in the first half is when he did get the ball, we because we had the two midfielders making runs into those sort of channels, they were dragging other players over. So he wasn't isolated enough. And with him, he's got a bit of pace, he's got a bit of trickery about him. You need to leave him 1v1 against their fullback and let him go and do get on a run and, and get crosses in. But we were, we were taking sort of traffic into that area and closing down his space for him to be as effective. So, But I thought that they both had steady games, Khan and, and Brown, but um, it just it just didn't click in that first half. Glenn, you talk about... Um, hi, mate, it's Darren. You well? Hello, Darren. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, mate. Good. We talk about the, the running the channels. Kenny mentioned that, that Kemp and uh, Hexer were running the channels, and you just said yourself that he was making those diagonal runs. Um, for me, that first half epitomised where we, we were going wrong, and that is that no one can keep the ball um, at the moment. It seems, and there was—I don't think in that first half we strung four passes together. Um, the, so they can make all the runs all they like. If we can't get the ball to them because people can't string a couple of passes together or, or get their their second touch right, we're, we're never going to achieve anything that's what I felt look I'm really frustrated frankly after last night yeah. and I was, yeah. I was coming across and you know, I felt that Kemp last night 
that was it for me. I, honestly, I, I, I was I was completely frustrated with how often he lost the ball. And uh, am I being unfair? Am I being un- am I being too harsh? Because people say he's young. For me, Glenn Kemp and Kiparano have now amassed over a hundred appearances between them. Yeah, or yeah. close on. I, I remember, and you'll remember, and I will remember, um, when Kevin Nugent came into the Orient team, he was abysmal for the first 20 games. And all of a sudden, he sprung to life and he, he was great. And I thought, OK, I need to educate myself here. I need to realise it takes young players a season to get, you know, really... They need that first season. They need to be given a chance. They need to be given time. We need to be patient with them. But I'm, I'm done with my patience with Kemp and Kiparano, if I'm brutally honest. Again, am I, am I being too harsh? Um, no, that, that's your view, and everyone's entitled to their views and opinions. All I would say with, with those two young lads is that they're both talented footballers. They are talented footballers. Yes, it, it didn't show last night. Um, but what you've got to understand, you've you mentioned that those close to 100 games between them, they've played under three different managers in the last year all three managers have got different ideas on how they want the team to play and set up and tactics and positioning etc etc so with a youngster it's different from being a centre half you know your job you're either going to plan a four or a three like we are at the moment but you know your job you've got to ready it kick it don't let the opposition get behind you or try and get shots off pretty pretty basic stuff with these guys in midfield, it's, it's different because of the way we're setting up. Not only now, but under Joby, under Ross, um, we played three different systems. OK, Joby wasn't that much of a big difference to, to our Ross setup, but he did tweak it slightly, and, and the guys had different roles. Camp playing on the left wing, you know. Hector being the holding one when Cissé uh, was out of the team, or he, he played there. They'd, they'd been playing in different positions. That doesn't get away from the fact that people were disappointed with their performances last night. They are young. They are talented. I, I think Hector, if if he sort of trains on a bit and and gets settled, and, and he has he has played a lot this season. I think he's got a very bright future, Hector. I really do like him. I really do like him, and I think he's a talented footballer. But it's they are young lads. They are young lads, and. The worst thing is when you're a young lad in a side and it's not going right, you feel like the world's crashing down around you and the confidence levels and everything else drops and it does have an impact on you. So, million dollar question, Glenn. Do we stick with them? Do we, do we, I mean, I think for me, I want to see the new lad come in that we've just signed from Kings Lynn. Um, I want to see him start on, on Saturday. I want to see changes. I, 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 I want to see, I don't want to see Kemp starting, if I'm brutally honest, or Hector. Because I, I feel that it's got to them. I thought that performance last night was, like you said, willed on their shoulders. If you're gonna if you're gonna bring Coleman in on Saturday to play in the middle of the park, you're saying take Hector out of there and play him with Jordan Brown, who's played one league game. I I wouldn't do that. No, I'm not. I'm not I wouldn't do that. Personally, I I'll bring Prattley back. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, well, there's an option there. Me personally, I, I would stick with Hector. Um, I would play Coleman with him. Um, I've not seen Coleman, so I can't comment on, on what he's like. But we've heard good things about him, and he, he must be 
half decent that, that we've paid the club's paid an undisclosed fee for him. Um, I, I think if Paul Smith is fit and he's niggle and injury free, I fully expect him to start because that is a player, and you saw glimpses of it, glimpses of it in the second half last night and, and this season when he has come on and he's, he's played games. I think Paul Smith, a fit Paul Smith with a run of games, is the best player in this division. I really, really do. I think he is the most talented player in League Two. If he is fit, I, I really do believe that. So, yes, if if he is fit this Saturday, I possibly Kemp will be out of the team and, and Smith will will play in there. But it depends on in, in who he has up front. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I concede. I concede. I concede on on Kipperana, perhaps over Prattley, because um, of attitude, of frustration. I don't know about you, you, H, but my frustration with Kemp was probably slightly more than my frustration with Kipperano. Were you different on that one? No, Kemp. Kemp didn't have a good game at all last night. He, he just looked a very. Um I don't know, just just too small. He just looked out of it, didn't he? It was like a, a boy playing in a men's game last night. He, he was getting knocked all over the place. And I felt a little bit sorry because we know he can play, but he just just looked out of his out of his standard, really, out of his league for his just just his size to me. Just looked a bit too small. But um, how are you doing? Uh, you all right, Glenn? I'm good, thanks, Howard. Good mate. I mean, let, let's just go back here because. <laughs> You know, to me, the, the, the pace of the game, the tempo wasn't there, was it? And, and, and at times, it's like watching football by numbers. I don't know about you, but uh, it, it lacked that urgency. It lacked, it lacked that, you know, we're at home. We should be grabbing the, the, the game by the scruff of the neck and taking it to the opposition. I mean, Kenny's saying, oh, we passed the ball well, Glenn. We moved it better. Well, it, it was sluggish and slow, wasn't it? First half was. I, I actually thought in the second half we came out and we were a lot better. I thought... I thought that the tempo was better. We was a little bit more aggressive in the tackle. Um, I just thought we, and I, I think with Smith coming on in the second half, I thought he he, he sort of lifted us a bit. He lifted the, the supporters off the chair. It was, it was a bit noisier in the stadium because the first half, yes, the boys wasn't playing that great, but the crowd was silent. Uh, yes, they didn't. They did. They the players didn't give the crowd anything to cheer. Mm. I understand that, but the fans have got to lift these players as well. It's a, it's a two-way thing, and it was very quiet. But in the second half, it was better, just because it was a bit more. It was faster paced, the tempo was quicker, and 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 it, and it was all around. You could see the, the boys were trying. They were trying to get that goal. You know, yes, the passes were still going astray, and we wasn't getting good crosses in the box. But you could see that they were trying, and they they lifted the crowd a bit, and, and that's what that's what we're missing. You know. And, what, I don't even know what the um, attendance was last night, but was it three thousand four hundred? Three thousand four hundred. So you you so you're, you're two thousand, two and a half thousand down from Saturday. Mm. And a hundred less Massive. than Barrow last night, what a which is a bit disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, you always know when it's not going your way when 179 Newport fans are out singing you. Now, fair play to Southstand did, I feel, actually did their job last night. I thought they were quite vocal. Um, I, 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 I thought it was one of the better... Uh, vocal support from the South Stands given the, the nature of the performance that was going on the pitch. So I, th I think the fans played their part and, and did their best. And sometimes I think that the players have got to, you know, look at themselves and, and give us something to cheer. Uh, I also, the stats last night, I think it was nine shots, four on target. I only remember two on target personally, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, the, the, 
we've not got the attacking attempt at home that home teams need. I mean, Glenn, I mean, going by what Kenny's uh, was saying at the end of the match, made some bullet points here. You know, we lacked power going forward. We didn't get to a space to get create any 1v1 situations. He didn't feel the referee protected the players, certainly uh, very well indeed. Um, your thoughts on that? I, I thought last night, and I was with Charlie Lee sitting in the stand, and we, we were watching the game, and we were sitting there sort of analysing, moaning, encouraging, doing what we would. And and we, we both said the, the ball was going out wide to either Connorwood or Otis Khan on the right. In, and I'm talking in the second half here, and there was times where we got the ball and they took too many touches. It was it was screaming out, but get that early deep cross in just to before Newport were getting extra bodies back behind the ball, but they were delaying it and they were taking an extra touch. And then, and then that just closed up all the space and then they were getting bodies back and then we were getting the crosses in. All the crosses were getting blocked and they wasn't going in, you know? It was just... The decision-making of those players, and I'm not singling them out, but there was just occasions where we've got Smith. At Newport away, he scored, was it two headers against them? And I think he could have had an hat-trick with headers. He caused them all sorts of problems. To me, that's a major threat. We didn't we didn't threaten Newport enough last night with a big target man. We've given him the service in the right areas to go and affect the game and possibly score goals. I just thought they'll be working on the players will be disappointed. They'll be absolutely gutted and devastated. I saw a picture of Alex Mitchell after the game mm-hmm. sitting in the stand behind the dugout. And he, the guys, I don't know if he was in tears or not, but he had his hands in his head and he was just so frustrated. And he had a good game last night. Yeah, really, really you want to it. see that, though, Glenn, don't you? You want to see the players' you know, reaction I'd, like that. The thing is, guys, I, well, I don't... I'd, I'd, I'd rather not see him like that. I'd rather us win the game. Yeah, obviously. Fine. But at least you know that, <laughs> that, that that individual's heart was where it should be. You know, um, you know when, when they walk off giggling, you think, well, well no, thanks a lot. You know, we've all paid our money to watch that. And you're, you, you, I, <laughs> I always stay to the end at every game. I make a point to stay to all the players who've left the pitch. Don't, don't ask me why I just do. It's just something I do. And you could tell. I, I go with that, Glenn. You know, you could tell that the players were hurting. You could tell that, that they were disappointed. And, and rightly so. But we're lacking confidence for me. We're talking about taking too many touches and not getting early crosses. That's a confidence thing. There was only one cross that I saw from Khan coming in the box early that caused a problem. Uh, Woods crossing was abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. You can see why um, Kenny didn't fancy Wood in that position and he's tried alternatives um, because I think he's just an old-fashioned right-back and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking the lad for that. That's his, But he's come into a system that... that uh, you know, look, we all know we're going to miss a player of Tom James's calibre. And boy, did that show in the last two games. Yeah, we're going to miss a Craig Clay. But what frustrates us, I think, as fans is, yeah, I was sitting in the calf and then looking at their feed and their top forward, their striker, um, was not in the team because he's about to be sold, I guess. Yeah. And, and they're all, all their fans are saying, oh, we're going to lose, we're going to lose. And I'm thinking, no, you won't. It's late in Orient. You can take your best player out of team. You know, and that don't happen to other clubs. It happens to us. And it's a mentality thing. I've said this before on the show, and I'll say it again. We have got to change our mentality. We have got to win at all costs. We have got to become nasty buggers. Mm. But, Glenn... That is, uh, one, that is one thing, Darren, right? Yeah, go on. That I, I, I said last night, sitting in the stand, 
as a team, we're too nice. We were too nice. Like Howard said, we, we've kept in the side, he's small. We, we're in the midfield going forward, apart from Smith, we are quite a pretty small side from looking at it last night. But we were too nice as a team. There was, there was none like Craig Clay and, and Prattley when he's on it, like getting really big tackles in to lift the crowd and, and to get everyone going. You know, I just thought there was times, there was long periods of times last night where we were very nice. Yes, we picked up a couple of bookings, but that doesn't mean anything. We were too nice and too easy to play against. I think one of, the, one of the problems there is that all it's a very young team. If we look at it, you've lost Prattley, and uh, that's an, that's another story. I don't know how he's taken being dropped for an eighteen-year-old kid having his debut. Um, but if you look at it, it was it was pretty much almost an under twenty-three team out there last night, um, and I think that was one of the problems. Too many young guys have coming in all at the same time. They don't know what they're playing properly yet. They haven't had enough training. Um, and then, like you said, Glenn, exactly what you said is that Kenny wants to play wing-backs, so he brings Otis Khan, and you can see he's got the tricks, he wants to take a man on, and then he's got players running into his channel. And you think, well, are you playing uh, wing-backs, or are you playing down the line? And uh, it was so confusing last night. But then you looked at it, and you thought, well, a lot of these, are, they're just young lads. They're, they're, they're not even strong enough to, to you know, mentally to, 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 to cope with what's going on. Newport were just well-drilled. A few big blokes knocking knocking our ones around. Another question of mine was why was Smith? He played, you know, when he played on Saturday, he got two guys booked pretty much straight away. The only guy to run at them, both times he got taken out, both times their players got booked, and then he wasn't even starting yesterday. So you think, what's going on there? Uh, and he comes on second half, gets another player booked, and as you say, he looked the most likely lively player. Um, so why wasn't he playing? It, it's just confusing me all over the place, and I'm sorry. I don't know. I, you know, we're, we're here to be uh, maybe uh, devil's advocate, and uh, we don't want to be too negative. But you've got to say what you see. And uh, Kenny can waffle a little bit at times. I don't know. He, he says the right thing, but it's just waffle. You know, I don't think we passed well at all last night. To be fair, I, I, I thought it was very, very sloppy. Well, I can't understand Glenn. He's just, uh, yeah. you know, he, he's playing a five, really. I mean, all right, you got the wing back situation, but you're playing a five at home, which I, I, my, my personal, when, I, when you're at home, it drives me potty that, you know, I, I, I agree sometimes you've got to change your, your situation if you're away from home, but you've really got to be the aggressive, the aggressors if you're at home in my book anyway. But what Kenny's already said is that the new players have got to learn to that, that system. So he's not looking like he's going to be very uh, uh, looking to change that very soon so he's going to stick with a system that at the moment has given us one goal in the last five matches and that was an own goal by the opposition well, the, the stats are terrible guys three wins in 16 you know and, and this, yeah. this is you know you've got to and this is the accusation of being levelled at Kenny Jackett at the moment they, they all due respect to him but there's no plan B and this is what was levelled at, at Ross before you know to be fair and cost Ross his job and at the moment after 24 matches Ross had four more points than Kenny's got now you can read into that whatever you like but it, it, it's the inability to change something or to say you're going to have to play this way even if things aren't going right we're still going to stick with this uh, that I think it's a bit frustrating I don't know what your thoughts are right can I ask you guys in the studio one thing? Do you think the team were better in the second half or the first half last night? Second marginally. Um, I still think we were on with Howard. I've done. I actually felt that uh, the, the, the lack of, of 
cohesion in the first half did improve in the second. I will say that they did pass the ball slightly better and seemed to have slightly better shape. But I agree with H what he just said about that there didn't look a lot of cohesion and shape. Yeah, I think it got a little bit better only because... Uh, uh, little Smith came on and, and Ken went get off. Worse. That's what. Well, yeah, it couldn't get worse, but it got a little bit better because you you had quality, more quality had come onto the pitch. Um, Carl and Smith, they were bright. Uh, yeah, and, and as you said, the first half, what Darren said, there's one cross when Khan finally did get mm. an early cross in. It got headed out for a corner, and then I think uh, Wood had one early cross at which uh, Smith get up to and he headed it back across the box and the key, uh, I think the defender headed it almost up from off the yeah, line. It was in the second half. I yes, that yeah. was the second yeah. half. So early story. crosses and as yeah. you said that that's what was failing from the beginning of the season. Yeah, well the reason I asked you that question about the halves when we played better yes Smith come on but he did change the formation slightly um, because he had Hector and Kemp playing as a two in front of Brown. In the second half, he changed it and had Hector and Brown sitting in front of the back three with one just ahead of them. He did. It was. It wasn't as obvious as you would see, but he did change the formation slightly. So I know people love to scream out for four four two and whatever. Andy, we did not play five at the back last night. We played three. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. We didn't play five. We well, we know that because Khan was supposed to be marking a guy who scored, weren't he? So, go on, carry on. The wing back system didn't work. It wasn't Khan, by the way. It was somebody else. Yeah, that was the, it. Was the Moss who had come on? I'm not going to name him. Um, it was a strange one because he'd swapped the fullbacks around, didn't he? He brought he brought on uh, Moss and then just swapped Khan over onto the other side. Another strange decision from from my point of view. Is there any other left footers there? I don't even know. Is there any other left footers apart from Moggy? Um, who he could have done? Because I think Wood run out of puff. I think he needed to to still have that bit of injection. And, and Calm was the obvious one to put over there. That's the way I viewed it. Um, rather than change the system completely to fit players in, I think he kept the same system and, and just and put Khan over on the left, thinking he's, he's well, he got, more quality. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he got Dan Happy, naturally, uh, natural left footer there. Uh, He's not going to play wing-back, though, is he? Well, no, but we weren't playing wing-backs, were we? It wasn't working. We, we, the system was wing-backs. I know it might not have been working, but we had three at <laughs> the back, but we had wing-backs, and that's what he done well, with Khan. Khan didn't come on as a wing-back. He didn't attack as a left-sided wing-back. That's what I mean. It's so... We could argue all day, because we're all seeing slightly no. different things, and... Well, can we... Listen... It's not an argument, I mean, it's just Glenn, discussion. Glenn is obviously more better-versed than any of us sitting here, so I'll go with Glenn, what you're saying, Glenn. I mean, obviously, to the naked eye, you know, at times it looked like five at the back, but anyway, go on. You, you, the wing-back situation is one of those. I'm not I'm not great lover of it. I prefer the old-fashioned left-back, right-back, no, and the, yeah, exactly. the white guys. Exactly. But, uh, but he's, he's obviously got... He's seen a success we've had at the beginning of the season with the system we've got. Mm -hmm. Now, Yes, we've had big players in key areas get injured. Yeah, yeah. So, what they've done in pre-season, all, all those first couple of months when we've been successful at the beginning of the season, the other players in that in that team, in that starting lineup, should know their jobs better than completely changing it again. Because I don't think he's played 4-4-2 more than once. Um so then players, so rather than change everything and change everyone's positions, he's tried to get players in who can slot into that system. Um, 
it's early days. There's two, there's two guys who've come in, and there'll be a third one, Coleman, coming in Saturday, I would presume, to fit into that system. Yeah. But you know what? We win the game, we could go on a run, because there's, there's no team in this division who's given us a, a good idea this season. It's always been by the odd, odd goal or a bit yeah. of... We've, yeah. we've not drawn the game last night because there's been individual errors at the back. We, we, lo- we lost 2-0 at home against Harrogate. That's been our, uh, our only 2-0 plus defeat. Uh, so I, I accept what you're saying. We, we've, we've lost three at home. We've lost three away. They've been marginal. Uh, we've had too many draws. But for me, I, I don't totally take on what you're saying about with the system. Yeah, Because in any walk in life, you have to have a plan B. You have to. Whatever you do, whatever your job, whatever your business is, if you do not have a plan B, you are a, excuse my language, an idiot. Yeah, I nearly swore there, because it really riles us that there is... It, um, Glenn, you've played the game, but by the time you get to 20, 21, you've played a lot of football. What? Yeah. When you're playing four four two, everybody in England grows up playing four four two, And we can't... We've played it once... It's stubbornness is not a good trait. We're stubbornly sticking with these wing-backs. We've tried to put players in that clearly haven't been able to adapt to the system. We've won three games in, 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 in 16. We've scored one goal in five. It ain't working. Change it. That's the frustration coming well, from the terraces. I, I, I think, just before Glenn speaks, I think what Glenn was saying was that he did change it. It was just subtle change that... We didn't pick up on, but he did. No, we saw the, the change. We saw, we saw, we saw that Smith came in and, and replaced in, in the hole, and one went slightly further forward because we started. To, we had to chase the game, didn't we? At that point, we had to chase the game. Cipriano, I felt, was going slightly more advanced at that point. So I saw, I saw what Glenn saw. Oh. Yeah, but what I don't see is the wing backs working. It doesn't work with those personnel. When you lost Tom James, you had to change that system. I said after Tom James's injury, we have to now change or we'll lose the next game. We lost the next game. Mm. Well, Glenn's not going to be with us that much longer because he's got, he's got to go, unfortunately. But just say, if, before, I feel like I'm giving Glenn, I'm, Glenn, I'm, Glenn I'm, the hard time. It's, I know you're not the manager, Glenn. Yeah, but Andy, it, Andy, I'm fine. I'm, I'm here as long as you need me. Oh, OK, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Change of plan, good. But if let's let's put your manager's head on now, um, Glenn. Let's say you're, 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 you're Kenny. What do you do with Saturday? What, what changes would you make to what went on last night? What, what, what personnel and what, uh, you know, uh, structure challenge, uh, changes would you do, formation changes, etc., if any? I think from what, from what we're hearing from the club and, and in interviews and stuff, if Archibald is fit, he's a natural one to come straight back in as yeah. a wing-back on, on Saturday. I think the, the, four, uh, the three centre-halves works because we don't concede that many goals. Um, Archibald on the left, Khan on the right. The new guy, Coleman, possibly, even though we're not seeing him with Kipriano. And then I'd, I'd give Dryan another shot with Smith up front and play um, Little Smith in behind, you know. Um, it'll be more attacking, but you've got to play a lot quicker. You've got to pass the ball. Your first thought when you get the ball is, can I pass forward? It has to be a forward pass. Not... I'm just going to keep the ball because I don't want to give it away because the crowd might get on my back. Right? There's a lot of young lads in there who will do that. I'm just going to pass sideways or I'm going to pass backwards to keep the ball. Yes, we're protecting the ball, 
I don't want to give it away because someone will get on my back and confidence will drop and stuff like that. The first thought is, can I pass forward and can I do it quickly? And with that, I thought the front two last night in the first half were very static. Maybe that was a, their instructions because Kemp and Kipriano were told to run the channels rather than the forwards. Um, so maybe that, that was what the instructions were. I don't know. But I'd like them to move about a bit more um, and give it a bit more of an option for the guys on the ball behind them. So I'd want them to play a lot quicker forward. And I'm not saying lump it. I'm saying put the ball in with quality into feet and then you've got the extra body in there with Little Smith playing off of the front two or get the ball into Little Smith as quickly as you can in them little pockets and then let him go and attack people because you get more success. Yeah, interesting what you say about the, the static uh, or lack of movement up front. I mean, we know Dryden has got a got an engine and he will run forever. Um, and there's been a lot of people noticing now or, or mentioning saying is Smith not a substitution, not 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 substitutional. I don't know what's the word. You can't take you can't substitute him. <laughs> um, so uh, and that people have noticed that Ruel is not had lots of minutes. You know, is is he got a problem with uh, Kenny or something? But would there be a possibility? Of, would you say, look, we need to change it. We need the movement. Um, let's get let's drop Smith. Give him a break um, and stick Roel on there with Drynan. Then you've got lots of pace, lots of movement. Little Smith in behind. It's going to be lots of these little guys buzzing around. Obviously, uh, the play's going to have to change. You've got a plate of feet and hopefully get some triangles moving. What do you reckon? No, no, that's a that's a good idea. Um, me personally, I'd, I'd give Harry Smith. I don't think he did anything wrong last night. He just didn't get the ball. I wouldn't drop Smith, one, one, Harry Smith. You one, wouldn't. One of no. The, no, mm. no. One of the one of the goal threats we nearly had last night. There was there was one point in midway through the second half where Connor Wood did put in a really good deep cross, and Harry Smith got round the back and he tried to head it back across goal to Ruel. Yeah, um, and he didn't get there. But he, you've got to also keep the opposition guessing. Now, if you've got two, two little ones up front, they're said buzzing around, but you know the ball's going to go into feet as a defender. You know they're going to put the ball into feet or try and pass it down the side. So you're prepared for that. If you've got a big one and a little one, like we used to have in the old days, you don't know if the ball's going to be going high, if it's going over your head, if it's going to be on the diagonal. It keeps the opposition guessing all the time. And I, like I say, Smith does score goals when he gets the service. So I, I would give him another try. And that, let's hope little Paul Smith is back, fully fit, and I think with him in the team, like I said earlier, I think he's the best player in this league when he's fit. Let's hope we get something out of him. Yeah, I think what you just said, that team you just put out is spot on. That's the exact same formation. Potentially for me, um, uh, Prattley instead of Kipper, aren't I? Um, would be my only change to that team. But I can see why he's sticking with Kipper, on. I? I get it. I do get it. With Big Smith, he's a confidence guy. No two ways about it. That guy thrives off having a cuddle, an arm around him. So if Kenny's managing him right, and I think he is, I, I would, that's why I'd stick with Smith. I'd, I'd, I'd let the guy play himself back into form. I don't actually think he's out of form either, H, because I think he's just not getting the service. Yeah, no, he's so, good. And we've we discussed this the last time I think I was here. We had a little and chat about Smith and how good his feet are, actually, for, for a big guy playing to his feet and he's got a touch and he can turn yeah. and play. 
But he's got to be fed, you know, and this is what we're saying. If you just keep lumping it, the flick-ons again last night weren't going anywhere. He'd win 50%. He always wins a majority, actually, of his headers, but they don't go anywhere. Yeah. So, um, another point the other, you the mentioned... Other, go on, go on, Glenn. I was going to say, the other, the other key thing going into Saturday's game, if, if I was in charge, I would spend one whole day on attacking set pieces and corners because our attacking corners have not been very good. Quality of the delivery has not been very good. Um, and if you look back to the early part of the season, we were very, very good at scoring from corners. We, we I think we were the top side at one point. Um, us and possibly Northampton. Um that seems to have dropped off. And, and when you're going through a bit of a barren spell like we are, those those wide free kicks or corner kicks are so important because you get a goal and you shut up shop and you get the win and it builds the confidence and then the team starts playing freely again and they've got an extra spring in their step. You just need to get that win and that goal, like you pointed out, Darren, we've not been scoring many goals. Just need to get that, that first win give the boys a lift and hopefully confidence will take over. I mean, I'm looking at some stats earlier that do give cause for for hope. And uh, I guess if you're Kenny and you're listening, uh, if he does listen, um, of course you know, he listens. Uh, right, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, he'd probably be saying, "Well, you didn't moan about my, my lineups and my my system when we were putting four goals past people." But uh, that's all sort of come to a halt. But one stat I saw earlier were Bolton Wanderers this time last year. They were over. Uh, yeah, it's either a that. point more or a point less than what we've got. At the point line. less, I think. Point less. I think it, it was. At yeah. this same stage, and so, and then they end up running away with it. So it can all change, as you were uh, you know, inferring earlier, Glenn. That you know, a couple of good results. I mean, to go and get a, a positive uh, result on on Saturday would be a good start to that. But uh, it is all about confidence at the moment. It's on the floor, isn't it? It is. Yeah, well, of course it is. You, you, you've not scoring goals. You're not creating too many chances. You've lost the game in the manner that they did last night with individual errors at the back. They'll be frustrated, young lads especially. They're the ones. They're, they're, they're the ones with the confidence. Some of them, I don't know. The new lads have come in. I don't know what their characters are like. But some of them, they'll they really need lifting because they do. Especially with with the injuries to other people and, and and stuff like that. They just they they will look at social media. They will listen to shows like this. And and if there's any other podcasts out there, I'm not sure if there is. Um, they will, they will listen and, and, and view all this stuff and and it's it's fine to say don't do it but they will they have a lot of time when they're relaxing and resting after training and stuff and and they've seen they've got pelters they've seen they've got pelters and that will have an effect on them mentally you know they're already feeling low they'll see that kind of stuff and and some of them will be able to brush it off others it will affect them but so Glenn, that comes down to character Exactly, but we're talking about 18, 19, Yeah, you're talking about young lads, kids. yeah. Well, you, can, you can have character at 18, 19, 20. Yeah, I know, but we've got thick skins, Dale. We, you know, we're, well, we're no, 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 but that's, 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 I mean. that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. If you're going into a professional man's game, yeah. you know, we talk about Jordan Brown, yeah, debut last night. He did okay, didn't he? I agree with everything everyone said so far about he played it safe, yeah. Give him, give him, you know, give it, give, we will say that. He didn't, but... Uh, if he didn't give it away, did he? He didn't give it away, no. no. And and you've got, go back to what, the comment I made earlier, you've got two two players in the centre of mid who have got 100 games between them. 
close on. They've got to come of age. Right. They're, they're not just, kids. They're 23, I think, Kim, and 20 now. Dow, let's just cut across to this transfer business and the, the transfer window, Glenn and, and Howard, uh, because Nigel said uh, we're going to be aggressive uh, in, the, in the transfer market um, and the transfer window. Um, the club initially said we would only be signing players with a view to, you know, League One football. Um, the signings that we've made so far, obviously the lads, Kings Lynn, which isn't even in the league. Now that's not, you know, we haven't watched him play, so we can't say whether that's a good or bad signing or whatever. We've got to say he's obviously a lad with potential, but he's not got league experience. We're watching people around us signing people with league experience. Uh, your thoughts on what we should be looking for, or are you quite satisfied with the way we're doing it, Glenn? I'll, I'll look at the signings they're made and the reasons. I mean, it is the reasoning we're looking for players for the future, especially with like Jordan Brown and, and and the younger ones. Obviously, we've got a boy in from, from Millwall, uh, Moss. He, he's coming as a bit of a stopgap on, on line like Alex Mitchell has. But you look, you look at him and think, is that for the future? Like Jordan Brown, is, is, it, is he for the future? If that's the case, then fine. But I thought the signings were going to be experienced guys that this, this team needs in the mm -hmm. position it's in exactly. to get us up the league and get us promoted this season or with a view to getting us promoted. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that's what my personal take on it is um, and I probably most supporters you want the best signings you want as good a player coming into your club to improve your side yeah I mean if we had League um, 1 players coming in Glenn we would maybe fringe or just you know in and out the side in League 1 or something like that you'd be going right yeah you know he's playing for this club or that club uh, you know with all due respect to the lad I'm not, I'm not picking on him as I say I haven't seen him play but you're going down to the conference and you're thinking well is that the player that's going to get you up? And we've heard as supporters, I can say firsthand that for the well, 40 odd years, I've heard, oh, there for the future, there for the future. And occasionally you get an Adrian Whitbread or a Chris Bart Williams. Occasionally you get these people come along. But on the whole, they, well, they, they, Adrian Whitbread and Chris Bart Williams come through the youth. Yeah, they well, did, well, but they were for the name future. Name me the last player, know. Andy, that a club like Leighton Orient signed, paid a fee for a rising star. Name me that player. I couldn't. Coleman, no, exactly. Coleman from Kings Lynn. Coleman. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, mate. The, the, the previous one. That's oh, what I'm Mystic saying. Not Mega. Coleman from Kings Lynn, because <laughs> we've signed him. Mystic Meg on the when, end of When the was line. the last time we signed a player, an up-and-coming young player like that? I can't think of one. No, no I I'd love to know, because I can't either. I, 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 it's look, now, isn't it? I mean, the situation Eddie, we're we're never going to get a 25-year-old ball-winning midfielder to replace Clay in this window. It was never going to happen in this because every club, sorry, H, sorry, wants to keep that player. Yeah, I think I think what we've one player we've forgotten who's met, apparently back in full training now is Riley. So I, uh, maybe they've thought, well, look, we've already got Riley. He's there. Well, we're not going to go and buy another experienced one because he's there and we're waiting and he'll step in and excellent, do the job. Excellent point. You know excellent what I mean? Point. So uh, everyone's forgotten about him because he just hasn't been around and he's already there on the payroll. Yeah, we're looking at this. We've got networks around the world now. You know, I mean, should we not be, you know, if we were taking players, say, from Iceland or from Denmark or Norway or wherever, we've got that, you know, our, our fingers well, in the pies. Um, Andy, if you're going to bring a lad in, yeah, interesting, from, 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 from somewhere like Iceland or somewhere like Denmark, even if he's 27, 28, 29, he's got to settle in, in, in the country, he's got to set, find his feet 
that's not going to be a good signing in January, is it? I don't know, mate. That's they a sign in the English. summer you they can make. They all speak English. They, yeah, they watch the game. They know okay, the game. I, I, I just think it's very, very hard. To, but in my opinion, the permanent signings we've made in Khan, Coleman and um, Brown are really good. Okay. Good. Good. I I'm think they're really good. I, 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 am I gutted that we couldn't get a replacement for Clay? Yes, I am. But am I surprised? No, not at all. And I take the point of Khan as well. He's he's mid twenties. He's twenty six. Mm. Yeah. So no, I'm okay with that. And the the, the, the timing of Clay is incredibly unfortunate. But it goes back to what we said. Newport lost their striker on the verge of the game yesterday. They still managed to beat us one 0 didn't they? Yeah, you've got to deal with this. Yeah, I think we feel a bit disappointed and, and a lot of supporters feel a little bit disappointed, although there are a few out there saying, keep the faith, you know, we, we trust Kenny and it'll, it'll happen. But Well, he's, but he's we, proved it, he's done it again and again. So well, he has done it, but you're only as good as your last game if we're talking football now. Well, the honeymoon's <laughs> over, Let's face it, uh, honeymoon's over. I think we're a little bit disappointed with the boys that have come in. It's, it's, as you say, it's not a name player, it's not a player with experience. Um, and with Kent being on uh, one of the shows not so long ago saying he would be disappointed if we weren't at least in seventh place. Mm. So he was saying, right, you know, I expect us to be in the playoffs. Mm. And the way we're going, we're going to end up mid-table if we don't buck our ideas up. Um, and I think that's why people are disappointed, that we haven't got, you know, this, uh, like the midfield enforcer is what we're looking for, and someone to go up and score the goals, and we brought in a bunch of young lads who are great for the future, but... Like, like you just said, Andy, what we're looking for the future, is it next season we're looking again, another season? And if it doesn't work next season, what will people say? Oh, well, actually, don't worry, it'll be next oh, season. I don't think, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Kent and Nigel, they've got that much patience. I mean, I mean Kent's wife's probably removed all the valuable china around the room when he's watching. But, but you just, you know, like, like you said, <laughs> Nigel said he's going to go, uh, you know, and, and they're going out and splash the cash. Mm. But uh, well, as it. you say, we've got a lad from yeah. a, a league or two below. Who's, yeah. It was meant to be d- very decent. Mind you, but yeah, so do you think just before we have to go soon? Do you think the last question, all three of you, just give a really a yes or no sort of answer here? Is, is, is Kenny being let down? Is, is he targeting wanting players above and not getting what he's asking for? I think uh, I'll go first and then uh, Glenn can, yeah, uh, can correct, correct me. <laughs> I think when you look at it, um, the manager has to uh, the buck stops with the managers, isn't it? Because event, he's the one bringing the players in. He's the one telling them what to do. Now, you can only work... You know, we've all been in football, played it or managed it at some level. Um, I have. And you can only work with the players you've got. You can tell them as much as you want. I mean, there's a story with Glenn Oddle when he was trying to coach people and uh, uh, they, they just couldn't do what he was saying because he, he could do it and they couldn't do it. So you've got to look at the players. Well, he's eventually brought his players in. If they can't do what he's telling them to do and he's not doing it or it's not working, the buck stops with him. Darren? I don't know is the truth. I'd love to know. Okay, Glenn? Same as Darren, really. You don't know what goes on. Obviously, the transfer committee have been working on new signings. Was it for after the transfer window closed in the summer? They were working on the, the next round of signings. Um, obviously, there's emergency ones in there because of long-term injuries and other injuries. Right. So that would possibly change. Okay. But Glenn, I'm glad to shut you up, I'm afraid, mate, because we're running out of time. We're off the air in about one minute's time. So uh, thanks for joining us, Glenn. See you later, mate. Cheers, Glenn. That's uh, Glenn gone. Thanks, guys, for joining in tonight. Hope you've enjoyed listening. Nick's up next with Curveballs. We're not a city, we're not a town. We're the only one of us around. And you know where we can be found. 
When Saturday comes again We'll be trying to do our best To cheer all those on who wear the rest Whatever challenge, whatever test We'll lay an Orion from each end Lay an Orion from each end This is our club and we are proud So sing it up and sing it loud We were formed in 1881 Clans and Orion and so begun The old story and on it runs We're like an Orion from Eton Whatever challenge has come our way The only faithful are here to stay We will live to fight another day We're like an Orion from Eton Like an Orion from Eton Across Brentwood and Billericay this is Phoenix FM.